Well, thanks for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR Nailer Taliaferro, and on today's IBG episode, I want to touch base. Uh, I want to talk about, again, some mulch. Now, I know a previous episode, I kind of went into a whole rabbit hole of mulch, uh, probably about an hour long episode, but that, that was more about um, technique and tools and resources and kind of my whole mindset around mulch and how I, you know, uh, the type of clients and how I market it and just the whole evolution of that in my business. Uh, this episode, I want to talk a little bit more about equipment and my, like the best, the ideal setup in my opinion, in my mind, based off of the evolution of my setup through my business and everything that I've seen, uh, locally, uh, with my peers and mentors, as well as over the many years, uh, over eight years on social media, looking at all the different setups with the evolution of setups in and of themselves, the different types of equipment that's now come, uh, come out for mulch specifically to help make it easier because we know how labor intensive it really is. So let's get into it. So, I mean, I'm not going to I'm not going to shy away from the fact that if you don't already know where I'm going with this, uh, there is a friend of mine named Nick Carlson who owns Dawson Manufacturing, who has been cranking out product after product to help save your back and your labor so that you can be more efficient and more productive. And ultimately, that means more profitable when it comes to laying down mulch. Every year, mulch season is kind of a bear for most people. No, no matter how, how you want to put it, it's labor-intensive. Mulch, by default, is a very exhausting, labor-intensive service to provide. It looks great when it's done. It really transforms any property and beautifies the property, whether it's just freshening up the property or starting from scratch. You know, maybe there's never any, any mulch on a particular property, or, you know, you've created a, a brand new mulch bed in an area where there wasn't mulch for one reason or another. You put that mulch down, you, you know, ha have some nice edges, put the mulch down and it just pops. It looks really great. It looks really good. So it, it really, and it also, in, in, in addition to it being aesthetically pleasing and beautifying, contributing to beautifying someone's property, it also has benefits for the plants. If there's any plants in the mulch bed, you know, whether it be a, a tree, multiple trees, bushes, shrubs like, you know, boxwoods and different shrubs like that, uh, hollies or and or plants, you know, flowers, all, all that. So what mulch does is it helps retain the water keeps the weeds out to a certain extent, you know, weeds are still going to weed seeds are still kind of, kind of blow in there. And as the mulch starts to break down and starts to f become a little more dirt than, than wood chips and, you know, weed seeds will kind of get down in the cracks there and, and start to germinate and grow. So you will still have weeds come up, but it definitely helps create a weed barrier to a certain extent. Um, especially when you're putting down fresh mulch every year, there's obviously things you can do, you know, like putting down, I'm, I'm opposed to putting down weed fabric, uh, first, and then you put the mulch down just because the weeds end up growing, you know, like in, in the fabric, it, it just really doesn't, it ends up just being a mess. It doesn't stop the weeds at all. It, it maybe slows down the process, prevents them a little bit more, but it's a lot more labor intensive and more expensive for the, the, the folks, you know, the homeowners or whoever, uh, companies, uh, businesses that are paying for that, for you to put the mulch down. So it's really not, you know, not even worth, in my opinion, in my experience, even doing that. I've ripped up so many old mulch beds and installed new mulch beds um, with fabric and ripped up so many old mulch beds with fabric that was just littered with weeds. It's ridiculous. Just peeling it all up. And then it's like, wow, the, the bed is, is great. Like the bed underneath it is actually weed free. It's all nice, fresh soil. And you know, if there was any mulch there before it was all broken down and it's all, it's basically like a nice compost pile. Great for gardening. Right. But there was tons of weeds on top of that on the weed fabric. So it's, it's kind of like an oxymoron, but 
And I'm sure that stuff was there old, long time ago, whatever. It took a while for all that. But anyway, that I personally believe putting down a product such as preen, which is like a, a pre-emergent that you can put in your flower beds, your mulch beds, you sprinkle it in there and it kind of, and then water it in, or if it's about to rain, that'll water that in. And, and that is like a pre-emergent for, you know, you put pre-emergent down in your lawn to help, you know, spring weeds like crabgrass and a lot of other popular weeds from germinating and growing in the spring to help keep your lawn weed free. Uh, you can do the same thing for your mulch beds with a different product than what you would use in the lawn, which uh, a name brand is called Preen. So if you were to Google that, you know, you'll see that brand and then you'll probably get a lot of other recommended brands. But you can just go to any big box store or any horticulturist store, nursery, anywhere that sells any kind of plants, trees, grass, mulch, dirt, any of that kind of outdoor land like slash yardscaping, gardening type products is should have something, some sort of pre-emergent that you can put in the flower beds and the mulch beds to help keep the weeds at bay. And that's something you have to do regularly. It's not like a one and done thing, just like mulch. Mulch, if you have dyed mulch, which is my preferred dyed brown or black, there's red, but I've done that once in my life, like year one. And it's, it's awful to mess. It doesn't really look that good. Most people don't get red or even know red exists. So, uh, but it's there anyway. I don't want to alienate anybody or hurt anyone's feelings. It's there, but black and brown, brown being the most um, preferred color, used color. Black is, is again, the second most. So those two colors are dyed and it's shredded mulch you know it's like local for me for here it's local virginia trees that are shredded up and that's um you know that's what you get then they, they dye it all and that's what you get it's supposed to be safe dye like you know food coloring type based dye where it's non-toxic and so on but that only lasts about a year if you get really good quality dyed mulch and you put it down properly you know give 24 to 48 hours for it to dry and set before a downpour or anything like that like don't like i said in the last episode don't put it down in the rain or before the rain cuz then it's all going to wash away on you on the 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 hard surfaces you know and it's just going to be this dried up looking light brown it's just going to look like wood like the 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 raw wood you know shredded trees uh, and that's not what the customer's paid for cuz it's more expensive to buy dyed mulch than like a triple shredded um, or I'm sorry, double shredded mulch that's more fine, shredded up twice, you know, as much. So it's smaller, finer, and it's not dyed. So it looks nice and brown when you first put it down, but it fades really quick. It also breaks down really fast. That's kind of more for the people that are looking for just, you know, a spruce up of their natural areas. And they really, really just want it more for the, the water retention for they've got a lot of plants and water retention for that and, you know, help keep some of the weeds at bay. That's for like more gardening and, you know, folks like that, they want to be supernatural. But for aesthetics, you want the, the colored, the dyed mulch in addition to all of the other benefits. So, but again, if you, if you don't do that every year, if you don't freshen it up at least every year, you don't have to put a ton down, two to three inches down every year. You can just kind of spruce up some some areas, put down a light, you know, one inch to a half inch, you know, which is basically you're just sprinkling the mulch over an area just to cover it, just to cover the old mulch to give it that freshed up look, freshened up look with the new darker, you know, brown or black color because it's going to fade over time. But it usually lasts most of the year if you get the good quality mulch. So just like that, you're going to need to weed your mulch beds, too. So putting down weed fabric and, and, and putting down preen or whatever that's going to help slow down and prevent the process, but it's not going to eliminate it. It's, it's, it has to be a regular reoccurring uh, maintenance that you have to do. Anyway, I digress. Um, <laughs> my point is mulch is really a labor-intensive uh, service. We should probably all know that if you're listening to this podcast. That's, that's no surprise. But if, it's, if you're brand new and you're listening to this podcast, just know that it is labor-intensive. You can hurt yourself, like your back and your lower back. You know, you got to make sure you're, you're you know, doing proper things, you know, bending with your, with your, your knee, your legs and, and lifting with your legs and not lifting with your back and, you know, using your arms to scoop and lift and just keeping your back as straight as possible. Maybe even getting a back support brace, lumbar support, things like that. I mean, that's real stuff that a lot of people that are doing a lot of mulch do to help protect their muscles and their back so that they don't mess themselves up because you're shoveling a lot of material 
over the course of a day after day after day after day. And that adds up, you know, like the average one yard of mulch is, um, you know, like a hundred plus pounds of, of a yard of mulch. And so, I mean, if you're shoveling 10 yards of, of mulch, you know, at a, a job that has 10 yards of mulch, that's a thousand pounds, give or take, you know, if it's dry or wet or whatever, um, that you're shoveling that that's a lot. If you think about it, like, man, that's a lot of work. So back to what I was saying, there's a lot of great tools and resources out there to help make that easier for you. I talked a little bit about like more of the hand tools and things like that and went into a little bit of this on the, on the other episode, but I really wanted to focus on like the major equipment setup. And like I said, Nick Carlson with Dawson manufacturing has come out with a lot of great things. Most notably mulch mate was the first piece of equipment he came out with. This is a massive unit that you put, uh, you take the door or doors off of your dump truck, the back of your dump truck, and you put, or now your dump trailer and you put, um, actually his dump trailer, his dump mate, and, and you put this mulch mate on that. It takes the place of the door. It swings, it's on hinges. So it swings open and clips to the side. If you need to dump, you know, need debris out and uh, things like that, that aren't obviously going to go through the mulch mate. Um, but when you have material like dirt, rocks, mulch, and you need to disperse that into, um, whether it be a, a um, a top soil, a top dresser, um, you know, like a, a, a top dresser buggy or power. I don't even remember what the actual technical term is or a word for that is, but there's a couple of brands out there that have a powered buggy, you know, top dresser, basically like, you know, instead of a wheelbarrow, it's like, it's, it's similar to a wheelbarrow. It's hard to explain. I don't fumbling my, my words, but for those of you, you know, I'm talking that don't know what I'm talking about, I'm trying to break it down, but uh, it's on, you know, it's on lar- fairly large wheels. It's got a, a motor, an engine, and it, and it's 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 basically a large spreader, you know. But it's able to spread dirt, uh, so that you can top dress lawns, which you know put compost and things down, which is really good for the soil. That's going to get the grass nice and green and get a lot of good nutrients into the soil, in addition to fertilizer and things like that that are traditionally used with products. This is a more natural way to get some good bacteria and and things going into the soil that's going to help create the best conditions for the grass and, and plants. People put a lot of compost in their gardens for their plants and things like that. We can do the same thing for your lawn. Well, when you have a decent sized lawn, you know, you can't do it the same way that you would do in, in, um, you know, in a garden. So you need some larger machine, like a top dresser, you know, motorized top dresser or whatever I think it's called. And, uh, so, so whether you have that or you have manual wheelbarrows or you have Cartmate, which, uh, Dawson manufacturing also made, which is a big, a large wheelbarrow basically that you attach to the front of any mower. You just have to get a universal hitch, which I believe I've all talked about this before. So there's a little overlap if you already listened to that episode, but that's fine. Just want to make sure I cover all the bases. There's uh, different hitch receivers for different mowers, different models. And there's a brand called Detach, D-T-T-A-C-H. I have no, no sponsorship or affiliation with them, but you need to have a receiver, a hitch receiver that they have. And, and there might be some other brands out there now that have that as well. Some other like third parties. So Nick didn't bother to create anything like that because it already exists. He just created Cartmate that you can attach to the right receiver for your specific mower. You can have multiple ones for multiple mowers and multiple Cartmates. If you know you have a lot of mulch and a lot of you know large crew or multiple crews and you need more than one of them, but basically you're driving the mulch around with your mower instead of pushing it. So especially if you're going up hills and long distances, it's a game changer. I own a Cartmate. It's one of the first things that I got when it first came out. I got it within the, the first you know few months or so after it came out to get ready for my mulch season. And it, it, it's a game changer because I've got a lot of hills, a lot of long distances. You know, I have uh, properties where there's 10 or more yards of mulch that have to be spread. So I just get delivered and dumped because I don't have a dump truck or a dump trailer or anything that would even hold 10 or more yards of mulch. So it's just easier to, you know, to get like $50 delivery fee, anything over five yards and just have the 
place where I get mulch anyway, just have them deliver it to the property and they just dump it on the street or the driveway, depending on the scenario and the logistics of it and what's going to be the closest, you know, more central location to go back and forth. Um, and, and, and we do that. So there's a lot, there is a lot of back and forth. So using the cart mate, it's going to save our feet and our energy to be going back, driving back and forth, dumping pile after pile after pile of mulch to be able to spread in all the beds. So that's, that's a game changer there. I got that. He came out with that. So regardless of what you're using, Cartmate or, you know, the, the top dresser or regular wheelbarrows or any other kind of buggies or whatever you have, you go up to the mulch mate, back to the mulch mate. And what that does is conveys the material out of your dump truck or the dump trailer that they came, that um, Dawson Manufacturing came up with in partnership with a trailer company. And now they have Dumpmate, their own specific dump trailer. We'll get back to that in a second. But so you have your mulch mate attached to whichever one of those two things you have, Dumpmate or Dump Truck. And you just push a lever down or a button, whatever is the latest update. Pull the lever, push a button, whichever. And whatever side you're on, you know, so you can have one on either uh you can be on either side or both. If you have multiple people trying to load up, make it faster. You just, whatever side you're on, you push the button or pull the lever and it conveys that material into the, from the, from where the, the truck or the trailer into the mulch mate. And it just conveys it outside. Like, so there's a tarp actually that pulls it towards you, towards the, uh, the mulch mate. And then the conveyor system has it go outside the side right into your wheelbarrow like it's the perfect size it's narrow so everything just shoots right into the wheelbarrow when you have it properly lined up or the cart mate or whatever you're using and this way you're never shoveling anything um so when you have you know so only unless you have it dumped in the street or something that you still have to shovel um there's no shovel mate or anything like that maybe that'll be a new thing i don't know probably not because it doesn't make sense with everything he's got going on the whole point is to eliminate pushing a wheelbarrow and shoveling those are the two main things that he's eliminated with all of these things with mulch mate cart mate um there's a truck mate which is a smaller version of that which i now own i got that last mulch season at the time of the recording this, this is my second season using truck mate which is just a smaller version for a truck, for a pickup truck. So instead of a dump truck, if you have a, a heavy-duty pickup truck like I do, I've got a Ram 3500, so it's got pretty good payload on the back. You can put over 7,000 pounds in the bed. It also, payload is also the weight of the, you know, your passengers in the truck. But, you know, there's usually just one or two guys with me at any given time when we're doing mulch. So that's not a whole lot, you know, a few hundred pounds on top of that. But basically, you know, you're getting over 7,000 pounds basically just in the bed of the truck. So I can fit and the truck can manage weight wise four yards of mulch. So I, you know, I, I build up sides. I've got some big wood sides that I put on the side of the truck and everything. And I basically kind of build it out to be like a, like a dump bed insert, but it's, it doesn't, it doesn't dump. It's just the sides just stay there. I have truck made. I pull the tarp out, lays down in the bed of the truck. The mulch goes on top. Um, you, uh, fold the, the, the conveyor part of the truck mate down and you just go ahead and put your wheelbarrows or your cart mates, um, which I have both. I only have one cart mate, so I still have some wheelbarrows. There are still some small areas that it's, it's beneficial to have the smaller one wheel wheelbarrow to still have, to be able to get into a back of a bed so you can access it easier, um, than, you know, going from, then stopping at like the front of the bed with the cart mate and having to kind of walk all over back and forth with a scoop here and a scoop there of mulch. So it is still beneficial to have a smaller uh, wheelbarrow to get in there. But with that being said, they just came out with um, Cartmate RS, which is a one wheeled smaller version of Cartmates, Cartmate RS. So it's also, um, yeah, so it's, and so it's, it's more affordable for folks that, uh, that can't, or don't want to spend uh, for the bigger Cartmate Pro, the big one with the two wheels and all decked out. So you get the smaller one, so, you know, you can put less mulch in it and it's got one wheel. So ultimately overall it's smaller, which is also good if you only have a smaller mower, right? If you've got a small, like 36 inch um, stand on mower or ride on, sit down, ride on mower, putting the big Cartmate Pro on there and filling that thing up to the top, it might, it might be a little bit, of a struggle to move that around weight wise with a smaller mower. Cause it's got a smaller engine, smaller hydraulic pumps and things like that. So just the drive 
uh, system just doesn't really move that much material around as well. So if you get a smaller one like the Cartmate RS, not only is it a little more affordable for some folks, especially if they're just starting out, but it's you can you can put less material in it. So uh, you know, like when you fill it up, it's less material. Um, and so you can still move it around easier with a smaller mower and you can get into uh, other areas of beds easier with the smaller Cartmate RS than the Cartmate Pro. And you can actually easily, uh, more easily detach the Cartmate RS if you do want to get a little bit further into a bed or into the back of a bed with it. You know, you just drive right up, detach it real quick, wheel it right over there, dump, and then hook it back up to the mower and go reload. So those are some really cool things that, they, that they've come out with and are continuing to come out with. Do you want to save time and energy while increasing profits? Make your truck do the work with TruckMate. TruckMate attaches to any standard pickup truck hitch with no modifications. Remove the tailgate and turn your truck into a material dispensing monster. With the push of a button, you can pull material like mulch, stone, and topsoil from the truck bed and convey it in either direction directly into a wheelbarrow in seconds. Now you can have one man take one truck to knock out some of the small jobs in no time. The conveyor can also be removed move from the tarp roller, allowing you to unload any material right onto the ground. This could be handy for dumping debris or firewood deliveries. TruckMate can pull more weight than even your truck can hold. Plus, you can still attach a plate-mounted hitch to pull a trailer if needed. Think of all the year-round uses for this truck attachment to make your business more productive and save your back in the process. This is perfect for small residential lawn and landscape businesses. Head over to MulchMateUSA.com and save $400 on TruckMate with the promo code LCR. And of course, the link will be in the show notes. LCR not only uses the TruckMate, but he gives it his highest endorsement. So I use my truck mate for that. Like I said, it's the same concept as the mulch mate. You push the button on whatever side you're on and the conveyor goes in the direction of the, where the button is that you pushed. Uh, and it just conveys that, you know, the tarp, the same exact thing, pulls the mulch towards the back of the truck, falls into the, uh, the conveyor on the back and then just shoots right into the, into the uh, wheelbarrows or the cart mates and fills them up super fast and easy less energy to be shoveling, getting up in the truck and shoveling or dumping it on the on the, the street or the driveway and shoveling. It's just very time consuming and labor intensive, which slows you down with everything. You know, you get to the bed and you're slower spreading it. You're walking slower back and forth, pushing the wheelbarrow. So all these things are meant to save your back, save your energy so you can get more done, be more efficient. Obviously that adds to what? More profit. And especially as the labor market just gets harder and harder, you know, uh, a few years ago, I think it's been now two, three, four years ago, maybe at the time of the recording of this podcast, when MulchMate first came out and then they just started coming out with more and more things. You know, the labor market has always been a struggle for uh, any kind of blue collar work, any outdoor construction, um, you know. Lawn landscape, all that is very labor intensive and it's always been a challenge to find and keep good people for sure. But now, you know, coming, you know, two years into slash through, I mean, it's not really over yet. The pandemic, the whole COVID pandemic and everything, you know, um, from 2020 to 2022, you know, we're now in the beginning of 2022 at the time of the recording of this podcast. And it's really hard to find and keep good people. It's a whole nother thing that I won't even go into, you know, that that's not what this episode's about. But if you know, you know, if you're in the moment listening to this or you, you lived it when you listened to this, whenever you listen to this episode, you know, if you know, so it, it, it was just, it's been, it's getting harder and harder. So the more equipment, machines, tools that we can find to kind of make everyone's job easier and dare I say even replace some people some jobs then the better because we can't find people to begin with and or keep them so we can rely on equipment as be- as much as pot you know we take care of them and you know things are still going to happen but the, the the better we treat our equipment the you know the the better the longer they're going to last and less problems we're going to have but they're always going to show up every day they're not going to have problems they're not going to call out they're not going to be sick they're not going to have personal drama they're just going to be there and we get the job we done with them and it's going to be easier. So like a job that would, so for mulch, normally, you know, a job that would take two, three guys, one person could do it. If they've got a mulch mate or a truck mate and a cart mate, one person can do the job. 
in almost the same amount of time as two or three guys with less energy. So it's really saving time and energy and ultimately doing what? Increasing your profits. So that's what it's all about. So I have TruckMate because I saw the benefits. Uh, I said this on Instagram today. Um, last uh, Two years ago, before I got TruckMate, I had just gotten my truck that I have now. We put four yards of mulch in there, had the sides up and everything, put four yards in there, started that whole idea with that, but it didn't have truck mate. It had just come out and I was like, man, that would be sweet to have truck mate. Uh, but I, I didn't, you know, it was, it was too soon and all that. And I didn't, you know, wasn't able to invest in that yet. So we just did the old fashioned way. Good old shoveling out of the truck, just like you would shovel out of a trailer. If you don't have a dump trailer, a lot of guys do that, right? We'll, we'll get into that. Uh, but we, we were just shoveling out of the truck, you know? It was easy when, when you first open up the truck because the back of the truck, you know, put the lower of the tailgate down and, you know, all that. And I have, have a, a wood door, you know, at the top part to keep all the mulch contained in there. So you open that up, fold down the truck bed and boom, you know, it, half of it would just start falling out anyway. So you just line the wheelbarrows up and so that most of the mulch will hopefully fall on the wheelbarrows. And then from then on, you just start pitchforking it in there. You're not even really scooping. You're just kind of like. You're kind of uh, breaking it, you know, like pu- like pulling it down, like scraping it, knocking it down, basically just just knocking at it, chipping away at it with the pitchfork, and it just falls out very easily until you kind of get like a foot or so in. Then you have to start actually scooping it. Then you have to get into the truck every time and start wheel, you know, loading up wheelbarrows. Then you try and be uh, productive and you know get a couple of wheelbarrows lined up at one time, time it properly and and scoop, scoop, scoop. And the deeper you get into the eight foot bed truck that I have, the long bed, the you know, more steps back and forth, scooping and dumping, scooping and dumping. And it just gets more and more exhausting. And then we switched we would switch guys out because I would get exhausted. Uh whoever was doing it, you know, before after me or whatever before me gets exhausted. So we're alternating, trying to you know spread the energy out the workload out so that we can all stay as 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 uh, fresh as possible to get the job done. And, and and you know, we got a lot done, but what I remember is I had to have more people and it was labor intensive and we were all exhausted at the end of the day. Then last year I got truck mate. I had two less people last year by design. I decided not to hire up last year. Maybe, you know, maybe it wasn't the wisest decision with everything going on, but I didn't know it was going to be this mass like walkout pandemic of people not wanting to work anymore and starting their own businesses or whatever the deal is combination of so many things. Um, that again, like I said, I won't go down and divulge into that rabbit hole, but I, I, I decided to not hire more people for just for mulch season and I got truck mate. So while that's a bigger one-time investment, it pays off over time year after year because you're saving in payroll and, and energy and getting things done quicker. So you're making what more profits, the quicker you get things done, the more money you're making and so on. So I got truck me and no more do we have to climb into the truck or any of that kind of stuff or shovel, you know, it just conveys right into, um, the, the initial break off when you, when you first open everything up, still, it's going to kind of spill out a little bit. And once you get through that first like layer of the wall there, break that down, then you can just start conveying it like normal and it just starts falling in there and tarp pulls it to the edge and it falls down into the, onto the conveyor and shoots into the wheelbarrows and cart mate. And you just keep doing that. Boom, 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 four yards. And I have a lot of, just to put this into perspective, I have a lot of cookie cutter HOA yards for those of you hearing this for the first time or never caught that in previous episodes. Um, you know, like five to 10,000 square foot. I do, uh, um, like grass wise yards, but again, that really doesn't mean anything compared when, when you're talking about mulch, there could be, you know, large, you know, 15,000 square foot grass yards that have a few, you know, uh, mulch beds, like two or three yards worth of mulch. Then you've got some five, 6,000 square foot grass properties that have, you know, eight yards uh, worth of mulch. So it's, it's kind of all over the place. You can never really predict it. It's just about what, you know, I think every house starts off with just like a few beds in the front to look pretty and a couple trees and things like that. And then from there, it's up to the homeowner to do what they want to do in the backyard and all that. Maybe they're, you know, put a patio in and creating like a whole background, a backyard oasis. So you never know what you're going to get. You can't go based on the size of the yard. Um, But I have a lot of 
it goes hand in hand for me, though. I do have a lot of smaller yards, grass-wise, that also only have three, two, three, or four yards of mulch. So sometimes I can get a couple yards done in that one load of four. And when they're on the same street because of that route density, right? Many episodes talking about that in the podcast. You can just search that after this. And on my YouTube channel at Long Care Rookie, you can just search up route density. Lots of content there. But because it's just a, one of many more benefits of route density, it, it affects every service, not just cutting grass. So when you're spreading mulch, especially when you've got a dump trailer uh, you know, or uh, a dump truck, or in my case, you know, an eight-foot truck bed with four yards of mulch with the sides up, a dump insert or whatever and in the back of your truck with sides up, and you're hauling the mulch from place to place. Now route density really, you know, versus having it dumped somewhere, now you're really being efficient because you're going from yard to yard with the same load potentially. So if I've got two yards on the same street or in the same general neighborhood where I don't really have to drive more than five minutes maybe to the next property, one might have... One might need one yard, one might need three yards of mulch, or one might need two yards, the other one might need two yards, or one might need four yards, and we're just there for a, a couple hours just on that one property, just emptying the whole truck. But again, we're using TruckMate, so it's super fast and efficient. We save our backs and have more energy to increase what? Our profits, exactly. So that's what we did last year, and it was amazing. It was me and two guys instead of me and three or four guys, whatever it was. I think it was four guys at one point. Um, again, that comes in handy when you got the bigger jobs that are, you know, 10, 20 yards of mulch just plopped on the street or something, you know, that obviously you still got to chip away at that the old fashioned way. But when you use cart made, it makes it easier. Uh, this year I got the mulch force, uh, Toro's mulch force attachment that goes on my Toro grandstand multi-force. So I got, I bought the multi-force a couple years back and I've been getting attachments. Some I bought, some Toro has given, has gifted me. Uh, to use for my business and in, in exchange for providing content for you guys to help you guys make your decisions for if you want to, if that makes sense for your business and you want to buy those things for for yourself. Um, and so Mulch Force is the newest addition to the, the lineup of attachments for the Toro Multiforce. Came out last year. I didn't get it in time. I do my mulch real early and get it out the way before mowing starts. So I'm not you know doing two different labor intensive things. I get it out the way and I'm done. Um, so by the time it came out, I was like wrapping up the season. I'm like, you know, I couldn't use it. There was no point. So this year <laughs> I was able to, to use it right away. You know, as soon as we start with mulch and that, I've been using that. So that and cart mate is like, now I've got two different efficient, um, you know, uh, wheelbarrow alternatives that I can use on one property. Like it's amazing. So, and I, and I only have one guy now. I had two guys last year and I have one guy. So my one guy and I can knock out, you know, we just had a 20 yard um, job or two houses in the same cul-de-sac. Uh, one had like eight or nine yards of mulch that they needed. The other one had like 11 or 12 or whatever. I'm, you know, I'm not a mathematician, but what a, it added up to 20 yards total. So I had 20 yards of brown dyed mulch dumped in the cul-de-sac, you know, off to the side in front of one of their yards where they've got a nice spot where um, space that doesn't get in the way of people driving around the circle and whatnot and just dumped it there. And we chipped away. It took us a day and a half. We probably could have got it done in one day if we started at 8 a.m. and we were on our game. But it was the first time I was using the mulch force. First time he was using the cart mate. So there's a little bit of learning curve there. Um, and, you know, we didn't start as early as I wanted to and just whatever, one thing after another. So, but the, the ultimate thing was it was super efficient. You know, it wasn't that didn't take him that long to learn cartmate didn't take me that long to learn uh the mulch force but even while we were learning we weren't walking back and forth so we were getting from place to place faster by moving everything with the mowers you know riding back and forth um and saving our energy so that it helped us not be exhausted by the end of the day so we could keep up a steady pace throughout the entire day so it did carry into the next day but you know we got it done by 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 uh by lunchtime so I mean, for two guys, I don't know about you. That's pretty good. My rule of thumb has always been wherever I learned this from. I don't know if it, I, I read it somewhere or heard it somewhere or someone locally told me or whatever, but typically a good rule of thumb is 
one yard of mulch should take one man hour to spread. So if you're by yourself and you've got four yards of mulch to spread, it should take you four hours. Now, obviously, there's other variables that are going to sway that one way or the other. You know, there might be some some four yard jobs that take you three hours because they're all it's all flat. They're all close to the mulch. Uh, you know, close to the, to where your mulch is, whether you have it delivered or it's in your truck or trailer or whatever. So you're just super short trips back and forth from mulch to bed, mulch to bed. It's flat or downhill even. So you're just kind of smoking through it all and, and you kind of blow through it. And and there's a lot of wide open beds. So you can do a lot of dumping and spreading versus a lot of bushes and trees that you have to tediously kind of sprinkle here, there and get in between everything and all that kind of stuff. Those kind of perfect conditions, you can blow through it faster than four yards. There's the opposite of that. It's all uphill and there's bushes and plants and trees all over the place that you got to get in between and you can only get the wheelbarrow or the cart mate or whatever so close and you're doing a lot of walking back and forth and so on. Now you're pushing five hours for that four yarder. But and you because you're exhausted, you're wearing yourself out, you're getting moving slower, whatever. So, but on average. It's one hour per yard is what I've always heard. And that's usually what happens when, you know, I track my time. I mean, I use service autopilot, so I, the job's already scheduled. It's in there on the app. You click start job, tells you how long it should take you again, based on how many yards, X amount of man hours, however many people are working with you, divides it all, does the math for you, tells you it should take you two hours or an hour or whatever, four hours. If you're by yourself with four yards, if you got two people, it should take you two hours, right? Two people for two man hours. So that'll be four hours, right? Two people for two hours. That's two times two. That's four man hours. So now you're still at your at your your quota. If you have four yards, you got two guys, it should take you two hours, you're done. So anyway, when you click start and stop and you know, you see how long it took you. You can see how long it's taking you throughout the job. If you look at it. So I do that all the times, but at least when I finish the job and hit start, stop job, I see how long it took and it's either in the red or it's not. And I know if, if we're, if we're good on time. So typically on average, we are still following that one hour per yard. Anyway, Another another digression there just to break that down for you guys where I got that from and, and what it means and all that in case you didn't know that. Anyway, so that 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 uh you know if you are doing it all the hard way and the manual way, you're gonna get you're gonna slow down over time and all that. So the whole I think the whole point of me saying, you know, the hours of how much how long it's supposed to take for, for your mulch. Oh, that's right. Okay. Woo. Channeling my inner Caleb Almond there. Huh. Um Back on track, I was saying, you know, what, uh, eight, we'll say 10, 11 hours, maybe 12 hours max, a day and a half, right? We'll say 12 hours. I don't remember exactly what it was, but let's just say 12 hours to get 20 yards done. Uh, it's probably a little bit longer, right? 20 yards for two people should have taken 10 hours, right? 10 man hours. So if it took us 12 man hours, we're a little over by two hours. But again, I, like I said, some learning curve with the, the new equipment that we were using and so on. And, you know, customers come talk to you, this and that, whatever you, you get stopped, you know, when you're there that long, uh, people, other people came over, Hey, can you give me a quote for my mulch? I'm like, yeah, sorry. We, you know, we are only, we only spread mulch for our regular, um, maintenance clients. We don't just do mul- random, you know, one-time mulch jobs. Uh, or even if it's every year you want me to do your mulch, but that's all you want me to do. That's not what we do. You have to be a regular client. We have to mow your lawn, treat your, your, uh, fertilizer lawn, spray the weeds, all that kind of stuff. Then we'll do the other things like mulch, trim your shrubs and all that. I've talked about this in other episodes before as well, but that's my mindset with that. So I had to explain that to some folks nice enough. I mean, yeah, that's great. Another 10 yards of mulch, but guess what? I already have my regular clients all on schedule and my schedule's full. You know, we got to get all this done before mowing starts. So the more of those jobs I take on, the more it impedes my life, my time with my family, my employees time and, and so on, as well as potentially postpone and our mowing schedule and mess up my regular clients, you know, expectations of, Hey, we're going to be out mowing on Thursday, every Thursday. Oh, now it's Friday. Cause we're behind. Cause we had to finish a mo- your random neighbor's mulch job. That's not even a regular customer. Like that's, I've been there, done that. That's, that's over. I'm done. Cut. That's over with that. So, 
but you got to talk to those people still, whatever. So anyway, so we went over a little bit on time, but still, I think that's pretty good. I think it's pretty good. If we had to do that by hand with, you know, pushing wheelbarrows, it probably would have taken 15 hours or something. You know, we would have just gone way over our time. Toro's brand new battery-powered Revolution Series products are changing the lawn care industry. With all-day runtime from the innovative Hypercell battery system, you can expect to power through your entire day, every day. Head to revolution.toro.com to see how Toro is transforming the game with the latest equipment innovations. Or click the link tree in the episode description to get you there fast. A lot of great tools, a lot of great resources there. Um... Dumpmate is the newest one. Said I was going to get back to Dumpmate. Dumpmate's the newest one. So that is where they're, the he, um, Nick collaborated with a, a trailer company to create a custom dump trailer that could use the Mulchmate properly, right? So not every dump trailer comes in, in the same shape, size, and so on. So it was hard for him to make any kind of customizations for Mulchmate for a dump trailer because there's so many varieties of them. So what he decided to do is just make one specific dump trailer that works with the Mulchmate. So now instead, so now people can just buy the specific dump trailer. If you already have a dump trailer, then that sucks. I get it. You just can't use the Mulchmate. But if you need another dump trailer or you or haven't even gotten one yet and you want to get one, get the dump mate, get the specific dump trailer. If, if you're going to use mulch mate anyway, you know, get the specific dump trailer. And even not, it's still a great trailer. As soon as you hear me finally get to the, uh, the details of it, but get the dump, the, the mulch, uh, the dump mate dump trailer because it goes with the mulch mate. So how, why that is, is because it's designed with so many things. There's all the, the hydraulics that lift the dump, bed, you know, so that you can dump things like a normal dump trailer that still exists. So if, you know, throughout the year, if you've got loads, you got to dump leaves, debris, all that, you can still do that. You can swing the mulch mate over to the side, got a special, a specific spot to clip it because it's made for that. So you can dump it, whatever. And then you swing the mulch mate back and close it, latch it up and you're good to go. But the hydraulics also are connected to a a lift mechanism uh, for the entire trailer. So it lifts the whole trailer up from like from the tires like if you look at the separation between like the wheel well fender and the wheels themselves there's a a big gap i think what it's 14 inches or something like that i think it raises up so it significantly raises up so that you can fit anything underneath the mulch mate because one of the issues even if you get even if you have a dump trailer that the mulch mate does fit on which is the majority of them but it's still too it's too low for you to get any thing underneath to convey it into the, you know, the, the wheelbarrow cart mate or whatever you have properly. So it defeats the purpose of even having a mulch mate if you can't even use it properly. I know guys were like, they had a dump trailer, they have dump trailers. I don't know if they were doing that with their mulch mate or they were just doing that in general. They, uh, because some of the dump trailers line perfectly right up to, um, the wheelbarrow that they had. And if they have a big wheelbarrow, then it's, it's, it's too high and they want to be able to just scoop it, slide it right into the wheelbarrow. You want the wheelbarrow to be like just, just underneath the lip of the, of the trailer so that you can just kind of slide and scoop right in there. So you're not doing as much, you don't have to lift up over and all that again, trying to save your energy so you can be more efficient, more productive and do what? increase your profits, right? So I know some people would have wood blocks or, or ramps or whatever to, uh, back up or pull the, uh, the, up the, um, the dump trailer up just to raise the back end of it some more so that it would be high enough. Well, that's what the whole point of dump dump mate. So you, you don't have to do any of that. It just, you just hit the button, you know, you switch a lever. So it goes from the hydraulics go from lifting the, the bed to dump to just lifting the entire, trailer up so that's high enough for you to work out of it with the mulch mate. So there's that. That's pretty cool. There's also um, the front, uh, a section in front of the actual dump bed itself of the trailer up to the tongue of the trailer that you hook up to, you know, the back of your truck. There's a whole platform with a ramp that you can drive up your mower that has a cart mate on it or your top dresser machine or whatever up on there, your buggies, whatever you can put them up on there. So you can take them to the site with you and have the mulch. Cause that's the number one thing, right? People are like, okay, well I've got a dump trailer. How am I going to get my equipment? I mean, 
you can get wheelbarrows and stuff. You can strap those to the sides of the dump trailer, put them up on the top of your truck, like whatever. You can do all kinds of stuff with the wheelbarrows and pitchforks and shovels. That's easy enough. But you, you can't do that with a mower and cart mate, you know, or a, a top dresser machine or any of those kind of things or a buggy. What are you going to do? You now you have to trailer, you have to have a separate truck and trailer to trailer your equipment over, you know, which means that's two separate guys now driving two separate trucks and setups. Or you have to trailer everything ahead of time. Like, okay, use the, if you just have a dump trailer, you know, and you have ramps or whatever, load all your mowers and things up in there and trailer it to the the site and unload it and then go get the mulch. So, you know, there's a lot of different steps there. That's always been kind of an issue for people. I know from, from hearing about it and seeing it. Well, again, dump mate resolves that. So a lot of cool stuff there. A lot of great things. Um, I have seen, you know, and if you want more information, you want to look at this stuff, go on the website, you know, mulchmate.com, I believe it is, or just easily click the link in the, in this episode's description, um, it'll take you there fast, and you can use code LCR and get discount on all the different things um, that that they have that I mentioned, and and more. There's things, other things that are there that aren't really mulch specific, but they're still great tools and resources, basically accessories, add-ons to your mowers that you already are using. Uh, so keep using the same mowers, but just keep adding some things onto it to make your jobs more efficient and easier. So you can save on any of those things by using code LCR. So you can look into that, check that out after the episode, after this episode's over in the episode description there. Um, and you can, you know, he's got lots of cool videos and testimonies and things there. You can see all the stuff in action. Uh, it's really cool. Um, and like I said, I own Truckmate and Cartmate. I, I, I strongly recommend those two things. Mulchmate, I don't have a dump truck or dump trailer to use MulchMate, but if I did, I would definitely be looking at investing in that, obviously over the TruckMate, because I would have the bigger unit to have to, to, to be able to utilize the MulchMate. But since I have the smaller truck, smaller unit, then I get the TruckMate. Works just the same, just as efficient, just less mulch coming through. You know, you got to fill up a little bit more often, obviously. But like I was saying, I have a lot of smaller jobs that are closer together so we can get a lot done with four yards and before we have to go fill back up and get another four yards, you know. So uh, versus having a big dump truck or dump trailer with 10 yards or something or having it dumped on the street. But I do have those too. So we, we have a variety and we get it done. We, we utilize all the things that I have that makes our job a lot easier. Um, but no matter what, we still end up having to do something. We still end up having to use a wheelbarrow or we still end up having to scoop. So I think the ideal setup, the best setup right now currently because of what Dawson Manufacturing has created is having a dump mate with the mulch mate attached and a cart mate, at least one. I mean, if you got a lot of people and a lot of a lot of mulch to spread, a lot of properties, then you know, multiple cart mates, but at least one cart mate, mulch mate and a dump mate, and you are set. You're set. Because you can put, I don't even know, remember how much uh, I didn't look this up in advance, but I don't remember how much mulch goes into the dump mate, you know, uh, trailer itself, but I know it's, it should be at least 10 yards. I'm thinking, um, that's kind of the average, you know, with, if you put sides up and whatnot, which this already is built with high sides specifically because it's, it's for mulch, it's for, it's for mulch, dirt, gravel, it's for material. It's to haul material and convey it out through mulch mate into whatever you're conveying it into. Uh, there's even an attachment he came out with to extend the conveyor so that you can literally, if you've got beds like right up along the street that are really close, instead of wasting the time, you know, conveying it into a wheelbarrow or a cart mate or something, you can just convey it right into the beds as you're slowly driving along, pulling the trailer or your dump truck. Uh, and just, you know, you just have a remote in your hand, which the truck mate comes with a remote as well. Um, and you just, you just can just in your truck remotely, spread the mulch out, convey it out into the beds as you're going along. Now you're probably going to want to go back or have someone come behind you and smooth it all out. Obviously, you know, may give it that finishing detail, but you're, you're in that situation, you're bypassing the whole middle thing of using something to move the material from, you know, to convey it into, to then move it like a, a wheelbarrow or a cart mate. So that's, that's epic also. So that is really the ideal situation, the ideal setup. If you've got a dump, a dump mate with the mulch mate versus a dump truck with a mulch mate, because with the dump truck, 
I mean, you could, I guess, hook up your trailer, your regular trailer, and have all your equipment on there, and then still have all of your mulch in the dump truck with the mulch main. I would say that's a close close second right there, because what, what are you going to have to do? You still have to unhook your trailer when you get to the location so that you can then use your dump truck, right? Like, so that you can get the dump truck where you need to, you know, if you want to back it up into the driveway or get it closer to another section of the property or whatever, you know, meet some guys to, you know, convey stuff into their wheelbarrows, cart mates or whatever, you know, you ha you're not going to want to keep dragging your trailer around with that. So you're typically unhooking the trailer. Yes, you don't have to dump. So I guess maybe technically you don't have to unhook the trailer because you're conveying from the sides of the mulch mate. So you're just standing there on the side. So I guess technically you don't have to, but you know, it might get in the way. Like I said, if you need to get into the access, the driveway, like a lot of us do, we usually back the truck or trailer that has the mulch in it into the driveway to get it closer to the back mulch beds and things like that. So, um, so I just feel like, you know, that's a super close, that's super close. But I think first is still having the dump mate with the mulch mate and a cart mate. Cause you can, like I said, put the cart mate on the front of the dump mate trailer. You have your mulch mate on there. You can get your 10 yards, maybe more of mulch in there. So you don't ever have to dump it in the street and scoop it or anything like that. You, you avoid everything. No more scooping, no more wheelbarrows. No more back and forth trailering multiple thing, you know, multiple trips because you can't get get all of your equipment in the dump trailer or whatever. It's all with you. You pull up one stop shop. You you go get your mulch, fill fill up your trailer with mulch. You've already got your cart made on there, or your top dresser or whatever you're using, you know, in in the uh, in the front there, and you just pull up to the property and you just get after it. So to me that's the ideal setup. That is a baller setup. It's an expensive setup, but it's an investment. If you have enough jobs, enough mulch every year contracted that you got to get done and you have a hard time, especially trying to find guys to get it done. This thing is a one, one man, one man band. It's a one man show, right? Really? Like you can really knock it out all by yourself. Um, if you really had to with, with barely breaking a sweat. I mean, let's be honest. If you're not pushing wheelbarrows and walking all over the place, you're not breaking a sweat until you stand there in the mulch bed, spreading it, you know, like that's, it's really, it's really that easy, that simple. So, and yes, you can save with LCR for the dump mate as well. So with the code LCR. So, um, a lot of shameless plugs there, but I mean, I, it, I, I just want to help you guys out. I, I've been there, done that. I've been, I'm going on my ninth season, I believe I, can't, I lose track now. I uh, think, think it was eight last year, so going on nine, whatever. I was doing a part a year part-time too. So at any rate, been doing it a little while. I'm, I'm not necessarily a rookie anymore, even though I call myself a rookie for life. I'm always trying new things and exploring, experimenting, learning, and so on. Uh, but there's some basic stuff like cutting grass and, and spread mulch that are pretty second nature by now. And uh, I've done a lot of things, a lot of setups, seen a lot of things. You know, when I first started, I had a five. This is how I'll end the episode, the evolution of my um, my setup to give you guys some sort of perspective that maybe are just starting out. Or or maybe you're, you've are you been doing it a while, too, and, and you just haven't thought of something. Maybe I said something that, that just... Uh, you know, gave you a little inspiration or, or an idea or something, then some sort of value, then you're welcome. Um, and, and I'm glad because I, I, that's the whole point of this. Uh, but I started with a five by 10 open trailer. I would put some mulch in. Actually, I super started without a trailer. I just had a super starter. What does that even mean? I, uh, I started, I really, um, before the trailer, started super basic, I guess. Maybe as I was trying to say, I don't know. Uh, the F-150. The Ford F-150, and I was putting, what, maybe, I think I would get one yard. I had, like, a it was five and a half foot or something, maybe a six-foot bed. It wasn't it wasn't an eight-foot-long bed by any means, but it wasn't a short bed either. So whatever that is, um, just a regular regular bed, you know, um, uh, cab and a half or whatever. You know, it wasn't, wasn't a crew cab, wasn't a single cab, whatever the heck it is, extended cab, something like that. You know, it had the bench in the back so people could technically sit in the back seat, but it wasn't a back door, a full back door or anything. Uh, anyway, so that just, just so you visualize that, that was my first truck. I traded in my Jeep Compass for that F-150 when I quit retail management and went into lawn care and, and landscaping at the time until I just focused just on lawn maintenance. And I used F-150 the first year. 
the first like spring this time of year before I even invested in a trailer and a commercial mower, I just had nothing. I had a few tools from home, you know, some rakes and shovels, uh, an old pitchfork that I think was let, someone let me borrow and eventually let me keep and, um, you know, push mower, hand trimmer, I mean, a trimmer and a hand blower that didn't come in handy at all for anything before grass cutting season. But that was my, my startup setup before I got anything commercial. And, uh, I just would get like, I think one yard of mulch was all I could fit in the back of my pickup truck, but I just got after it. I tried to find those small yards and the yards that needed, you know, two, three, four yards of mulch. I just took two, three, four trips back and forth from the mulch yard getting mulch and just shoveling it out into my one wheelbarrow that I had, my one single wheeled tiny wheelbarrow at the time, my homeowner wheelbarrow. Uh, and that's, that's what I did. I didn't even edge like the, I, I'm sorry. I shame on me that I started that way too, by edging. That's another t- story for another day. I've got some episodes out about that, I believe. And on YouTube about marketing and Facebook and how I, you know, started my business and utilizing those things and route density and all that really started off. And in that story lies in the, the whole, um, mulch and lawn edging, um, scenario. But so I, I did edge beds, um, but I wasn't pricing correctly. That's for sure. Let's be honest there. I mean, who, who really is, unfortunately, when they first start out in this industry, unless they already work, came from another company and they were privy to the pricing or they have a, a mentor, a peer mentor, in the industry, in their area that gives them the accurate pricing. Like, Hey, you should charge this for this and that for that. You, if you don't have those, you don't have any clue. You have to learn trial and error, unfortunately. And you end up being the, you know, the low ball part of the low baller club. And you don't even know what that is. So it is what it is. You, you hopefully live and learn fast and adjust your price accordingly. So I was underpricing using the truck bed of my F-150 one yard at a time, shoveling out into my little wheelbarrow, at least I had clean edges though. I was, I got that, you know, I had that down from, you know, day one, uh, before basically the season even started, I was doing that again. That's a story on, on other things there. You can check that out other episodes, but so that's how I started. Then, then I quickly, you know, when the mowing season started and I got a bunch of clients, I got up to 30 clients. Again, that story is all part of the edging, um, services that I provided and Facebook marketing and all that, that episode, Um, but I had 30 something weekly mowing clients and I'm like, all right, well, I'm not going to be able to get this done even though I'm full-time now and I quit retail and I have, you know, all the time in the world. I mean, it still gets dark, right? So there's only really so much I can do. And I, I do want to spend time with my family. I want to make up for lost time after all the craziness of my retail schedule life and everything like that. So I do want to have some sort of a life, you know, I don't want to work seven days a week from sunup to sundown, even though you really kind of have to do a, a version of that when you're first starting out your season, uh, you're first starting out your business, you got to do whatever you got to do to get it going. But I still want to try and keep some sort of checks and balances. So um, at, at any rate, I, I knew that I was going to need a different, uh, I knew that I was going to need, you know, a more efficient setup, you know, commercial mowers and, and a trailer, obviously to now transport that mower. So I got a five by 10 walk, uh, five by 10 open trailer and a walk behind mower, 48 inch walk behind mower and all that. But, um, I, so then I went to utilizing the five by 10 trailer, put some wood sides up on that. Not, not like not taller than the sides. I just put the wood sides up so that are not much taller. I would, I would say basically they were to keep, cause it was an open, open trailer. Like it didn't have mesh sides or anything like that. So, I mean, if you put mulch or dirt or any material in there, it would just literally fall out the sides. So I had to put something there. So that's where I started my whole wood side trend. Um, you know, just get some plywood peat strips and, and, and kind of covering up the sides. So this way I can keep the mulch in there and put a tarp over the top of the mulch because the mulch would always be up above the sides anyway. And it was single axle, you know, I'm sure I maxed that thing out. I didn't bend or damage anything. I ended up selling it eventually many years later when I got my enclosed trailer, I sold it for, you know, a good amount of money. It was a great trailer in great shape. I fixed and repaired and recolored a lot of things and it was good to go, but I also took good care of it anyway. So there wasn't a ton of things that I had to do to it. The trailers really maintain their value anyway. So that's that was my next evolution of mulch was just shoveling out of my five by ten trailer. I have no idea how much mulch I was able to get in there. I don't really remember. If I had to guess, is obviously several yards, probably four or five yards of mulch I could probably get in there. Maybe four, three or four yards. 
But then I, I, I stumbled upon a place where you could locally, where you could rent trailers, dump trailers, landscape trailers, which are, which were dual axle, bigger trailers. I think they were like six by 12 or something, which is a lot better than five by 10 already had metal sides, right? Like two foot or whatever, four foot, maybe metal size. This is a landscaping trailer. It was meant to haul material. We didn't have a dump bed. They had dump trailers too, but those were, I didn't get those at first. I wasn't using those for mulch. I wasn't thinking about that. They were smaller anyway. They weren't six by 12. They were, I guess, the smallest dump trailer you could possibly get. So that just didn't make sense to me. So I was using the six by 10 dual axle landscape trailer. So then I was able to get like five or six yards of mulch in there. I think, I think, don't quote me on that. And I was probably maxing that out too. So I was renting that. So a couple of seasons would go by and I would rent that for a few days at a time or a week or so at a time and try and get all my mulch jobs done in a couple of weeks. Um, or just really, it was just kind of sporadic. I would just try to, it wasn't the same time frame like it is now before mulch. I just kind of did it whenever people wanted me to do it, which was Oh man, again, been there, done that. And I'm not doing that anymore, but I would try and like, just, you know, schedule, like they would come here and there and everywhere. And when I would get more than one, I would just try and hold off and tell them that I'd wait, you know, I was going to wait till whatever time and try and get them all scheduled together so that I could rent this trailer for a couple of days and knock them all out, um, in the beginning or end of the week or whatever. So that was my next evolution there again, still shoveling into the wheelbarrow. I think I upgraded to a two wheeled wheelbarrow at that point. So then I had two of them, but one had one wheel, which is smaller and I can get in, like I said, into some tighter areas, back of the beds and so on. So less, less back and forth from the wheelbarrow to the mulch bed. And then I had the big one with the two wheels, which is a lot easier because you're not now balancing all the weight of the mulch as you're going all over the place with it up and down hills and around corners. It's a lot easier. You can literally use one hand moving it around because the two wheels balance it out. And it also, it just makes it a lot easier to move. It just, it just kind of transfers the weight a lot better. So, so I had that. And then I just eventually like literally, I think the year, the year before, so three years ago, the year before last, no. So last year I had truck mate the year before that I was just shoveling out of my truck. And the year before that was the last year that I was using that, uh, those landscape trailers. I was renting those for a good couple of years, wasting a lot of my profits on that nonsense. But, you, you know, you do what you got to do, whatever. It's a good resource if your trailer breaks down and you need a, a temporary trailer. They had enclosed trailers and those landscape trailers. So I'd see a lot of guys driving around with those mowing lawns or whatever because their trailer broke down or whatever happened. Just like if your truck breaks down and I see a lot of rental trucks out there pulling landscape and lawn care trailers. Cause you gotta do what you gotta do. I've also done that, had to do that before. Cause my F-150 finally started breaking down after several years and, um, had to keep the show rolling. So I would rent a, you know, like a U-Haul pickup truck or whatever and hook it up to my trailer and, and, and keep getting work done. But so that was, that's, that's my, the evolution of, of my mulch. Like I said, you know where I am now. And then I just went back to where I started and kind of worked my way back up to where I am now filled in the middle there. Um, and that's, that's, that's kind of been the evolution, um, of, of, I think a lot of people that I've seen, a lot of people have, go through the whole dump trailer and dump truck thing. That makes a lot of sense. You can lift it up and dump it on, dump it in different spots if you need to, um, to save trips. And, you know, instead of walking all the way to the back of the trailer or dump truck, you can just keep tilting it up and the mulch will just keep kind of falling down closer to the end. So you can scoop it out easier without having to keep climbing in and out. So definitely better there. It's progress, right? But I mean, it's also manufacturing revolutionized the game. I mean, they're selling mulch mates like crazy. They can't even keep up building them as fast as they're selling them. It's craziness. So definitely look into that. And now with, with mulch, uh, with dump mate, I really think that's the best one to punch right there. So you guys should look into that. If you're looking to upgrade your mulch setup or, or, you know, you have, or you just starting out and you're looking to, to figure out what is the, the best setup. I think that is the best setup, the most ideal setup currently, who knows what will happen in the future, but man, it's, it's great to be in a time like this where there's so many innovative people that have been in this industry. You know, Nick Carlson had a landscape company in Maryland for, for a long time, multi-million dollar business. He sold it, went all in on MulchMate and all these other amazing uh, mulch 
tools and products to make our jobs easier, more efficient so that we can what? Make more money, increase our profits. Um, and, and, you know, all because he had a vision and a dream and he, he, you know, he went all in and that he sold his business, like I said, and went into creating all this, all these things through Dawson manufacturing. So thank you to Nick and, you know, uh, thank you to everyone else that has been doing. There's a lot of other folks like, you know, Wyatt, uh, also over there in Maryland with a lawn care bit, a nice size lawn care business. And he came out with the ramp rack, which I have, but that's also a topic for another day. I'll probably talk about that again coming up this spring when mowing season starts. I already have a dedicated episode where I went to Ramp Rack's headquarters and, and hung out with Wyatt and got him on the sh- on the uh, yeah got him on the podcast and uh, talked about the evo- the whole origin story of the Ramp Rack and all that. Um, so if you need to know about that, you know you know what I'm talking about. You can go search that in in my podcast. Check that out. Type in Ramp Rack, and it'll pop up. Same thing with YouTube at Long Care Rookie. You can get a visual and see what it looks like. I've got several videos of that. I think I even got a playlist for that. Um, but that's just another example of another guy in the industry, in the trenches, in the field, saying to themselves, "There's got to be a better way." And they went out and they created it. So that's awesome. What a, what a world we live in today, guys. Let's think of that. Think of those positives. I know there's a lot of other crazy things going on in the world, but let's focus on the good things. Don't ignore those other things because we don't want to be naive and, and, and get caught off guard. We want to be responsible and, and helpful and be a, you know part of part of you know civilization. But don't let it take it away. Don't 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 get conf- you know um, distracted from what needs to get done and from the positive stuff. And and then the fact that we are in an awesome time right now when it comes to entrepreneurism, innovation, and just, you know, community, camaraderie, having a great time, lots of potential and opportunities to make a good living, doing something you enjoy, supporting your family, and just, just, just getting after it. So I hope you guys are getting after it 2022 here it's the beginning of the year it's uh, march now but still 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 young in the year hope you guys are getting after it crushing it if you're already in mulch season i hope you're crushing it if you're going to be getting into mulch season i hope you crush it so thank you guys for listening thanks for the toro company to sponsor the lcr media podcast and until the next episode guys this is the lawn care rookie signing off This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.